welcome to Leave Your Excuses After the Beep, a podcast hosted by Kitty Clements and Kyla McThomas. Hey everyone, happy Monday. Welcome to episode five of Leave Your Excuses After the Beep with Kyla and Kitty. This is a good morning. I love this topic because we all, well, let's be honest, all the excuses that we've used, I'm sure everybody has um, found it, but just take a minute and just think about like when you try to start something new or you try to, you know, go big or go home type mentality, like how has that worked for you? Like, yeah, what do you, what ends up like stopping you from doing it? Or are you good at it for like a week? And then you're like, nothing. But I really like this one because um, I'm like that person. Like I am like an all or nothing. Like I, when I go to the gym, I'm like, I'm going to like show all these people off because I am going to lift the most weights and like, you know, and then it's like, I regret it the <laughs> the very next day or like, you know, I'll go to the grocery store and I'm like, I'm going to buy all these healthy ingredients and, you know, really like cook these great, awesome meals for my family. And then it's like three days into it. I'm like, mm. and all these groceries are going to waste because <laughs> I, I'm not prepared or I'm just not like thinking, or I'm just like, I'm in that mood that week. And I'm like, yes, I'm just going to do it. And then, uh, yeah, for sure. I'm right there with you. I have always forever been all or nothing. If I can't do something a hundred percent to my best ability, then I'm not going to do anything. And let me tell you, it hasn't served me well. That's Uh, the question. Has it served you well? And why is it not working? Why? Why? <laughs> because it's unrealistic. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it's 110% unrealistic to be able to do everything that you want to do or one thing that you want to do with an all or nothing mentality if you're expecting a long term result. It's just not going to happen. There's so there are just so many outside factors that play into how successful we are when we start something and when we set intentions. And this can be used in any concept from nutrition and meal planning, exercising, parenting. I've gotten totally burned on the I'm gonna have the best looking Valentines for my kids for school mm. this year. And going on Pinterest and finding all of the things and ordering all the things on Amazon and having them put together only to run out of time. Something doesn't come right. Something doesn't look the way that it did. And then throwing the window and starting again because, and then being realistic and just going to Walmart and buying the pre-made ones because that's life. So there's lots of scenarios that we can apply the all or nothing to, but In our line of work as health coaches, we see it a lot with people's health goals because they have these these great goals that seem really motivating and they want to get to the end goal and they throw everything at it the first week, maybe two weeks, and things are going really well. 
And then life hits them upside the face with a sick kid, or maybe they get sick themselves, or there's an unexpected meeting or something that derails their plans for the day. And they really get caught up in this, like, do I go back to my old ways or do I have a plan and can I push through and be okay with the fact that maybe today wasn't a perfect day and move beyond that? And that's really hard. It's it's truly hard. And, you know, especially when you want to see progress right away and you want to see the quick fix or you want to see this amazing, like you were giving an example, birthday party come together. And it's just like, it just brings you down into this funk because you're like, I, it didn't turn out the way I want it. And then you're embarrassed or you're overwhelmed and you're stressed because your kid's not getting the birthday party you envisioned, or you're not lifting as many weights as you thought you were going to, or there's something. And, but there's also other things that play into that factor into that. So, you know, Kitty and I were talking a little bit before this and what was great is that we kind of have started using the whole, what can we do to be 1% better than we were yesterday, last month, last year, however you want to compare that. And that was hard for me too, because like I just mentioned, I love seeing progress immediately. (laughs) I want to see that weight loss immediately, whatever it is. And so there's a book that Kitty mentioned too, the compound effect. It was great because if you improve 1% better than even yesterday, and by the end of the year, you'll be 37 times better, 37 times better. That's huge. And in a lot of things, if you think about that. And so carry on with that, Kitty, like what, what can someone do to really like notice that or really stop that all or nothing mentality and just see improvement. So then they're not struggling or getting back down into that slump. And definitely. So I think one of the first things to take into consideration with all or nothing is to understand that this is something that we have to work on. It's not going to be something where you just wake up one day and you drop that mentality. This is something that's been ingrained in us. Like all of these other pesky little habits that we're trying to get rid of or trying to lessen our focus on. And it's going to be one of those where every time you find yourself in that situation that had previously caused you to think all or nothing, you're going to struggle with that idea of what do I do? How do, how do I move beyond this? And that's okay. You're going to continue to work on that. That's something that I've been trying to work on continuously with exercise. And you talked about exercise and wanting to lift more and like, just be more when you get to the gym. I've struggled with just getting to the gym and just getting started. (laughs) Anyone who's been around on my social media pages for the last five years, I have had so many challenges and restarts and resets, and I've had to completely rethink how I approach exercise because everything I've done in the past hasn't worked. So just being aware that this is something you're going to continue to work on. You're going to always need to find a different way to look at things because things are going to come to you in different in different ways based on your seasons of life, what's happening outside of you. Um, and it may not be 
you directly. It might be your family. It might be work. A couple other things that are helpful, like you mentioned, the 1% better, developing another mantra that you can tell yourself other than all or nothing. Because I think we thrive on some of that, like the busyness clause, like, oh, I'm so busy. It's like a badge of honor. It's like this all or nothing um, badge of honor. But having that, you know, 1% better or progress, not perfection. As simple as that sounds, I have a bracelet (laughs) that I wear that says progress (laughs) over perfection because I need a daily reminder. Yeah. 1% is 1% and it's going to add up over time. Do you have any sayings or slogans, mantras that you have found to be helpful just in your daily life? You know, that's a, a great question because like, I, in the past, I would be really be like a winger. Like I would just be like, I'm not putting it in my calendar. I'm not writing it down and nothing. Like, I'm just like, that would get me in trouble because I would either overschedule myself. I would overdo it. The list can go on. And what I have found is that I have it truly come to not an, only enjoy like tracking. People think like that is you would never see me track anything. Like I don't have, I don't even have time to track. Like, and all it is, is, you know, something simple of like, and we were talking about this, the whole like measure backwards. Like what can you do right now that you did last week to improve a little bit, that whole 1% we're back to that, but measure backwards. So start now and start just tracking whatever your desire is. So if you want to be able to we'll just go back to weightlifting, lift heavier. You can think all you want that. I know that how much I lifted last week, like I'm not going to write this down, but truly your mind will eventually forget that. And then you're either way over lifting than what you should, or you haven't made any progress because you either are the same weight or less. So measure backwards, which is just great in the sense of you need to see visually where you are at and how you have improved because that will also help change the mindset of being so like negative of I didn't make any progress last from last week to this week or I didn't I'm not losing you know any weight or tracking any way measure backwards so um I know that I didn't go back to the quote but I just I love that because I I would forget, I would have a hard time. And then it would bring me back to the negative part of I'm going to give up because I haven't seen any progress. Yeah. I love that. When you mentioned that the measure backwards thought process, it really is a, it's a great way to kind of wrap up all of the thoughts that I have about this idea of being, you know, using progress over perfection because just like you said, you're you tracking your weights and the amount of weight that you're lifting at your exercises. I've been trying to track for the last, well, I think it's 46, 47 days, maybe 48 days today, just tracking what I'm eating and tracking my water and workouts in this cute little journal. And it allows me to just keep, it's like a, a daily reflection as well. So it's kind of all of my journaling desires in one little spot. Um, And at the end of each week, it has you go back and count up how many days did you exercise? 
What were your thoughts about your nutrition this week? Are you, do you feel like it was successful? Um, where do you feel like you fell short? What did you, what sorts of things contributed to your thoughts on how your week went? And then it shifts to what are you going to do this next week? What are your goals for your fitness this week? You know, what, what sort of things are you looking forward to? And I'll be honest for the first three weeks, I skipped the reflection. (laughs) I skipped that page because all I could think about were the two days that I said no to my workouts because it didn't work with my schedule. I was exhausted, you know, all these excuses, here we go, whatever it was. And I had pushed them off and rescheduled them in. But in my brain, I clung to the negative. I clung to the, oh, I already got, I, I didn't succeed that day. I wasn't successful because I didn't follow the plan the way that I had said. And if it weren't for writing in this journal, I probably would have just thrown it out the window. But knowing that Kyla's also writing in her journal every day, and she's probably going to ask me about it, made me <laughs> like, okay, no, I got to pick that back up. And I have to, you know, this is how I'm staying accountable. And these are things that we're doing five years into this journey to help hold ourselves accountable because it doesn't come naturally. Let me tell you, it is, it's a struggle. And when you realize that no one is perfect, no one just gets it, that we all work at it, we just find ways to help identify where our shortcomings are and where we can use more support and then tap into that. And having a coach, having accountability, having structure, all of those things are super helpful. So that's mm-hmm. what that's why we do what we do. <laughs> That's why we keep showing up and we want to just shed that light for other people that this is, this is totally, it's doable. It's it's not not all or nothing. It's not all or nothing. If it were all or nothing, nothing. we all would have been done a long time ago and come on, that's boring. We all know that we have time on this earth for a reason and we might as well make the best of it. So any last thoughts on what people can do moving forward to ditch the all or nothing mentality or how could you wrap up all of the random places that we went this morning? (laughs) We love that. You know, I think like the big key is that remember, make small choices and improve that 1% every day. And, you know, it'll, it will overcome, it will make that huge impact one way or another. So whatever goal that, you know, that is, and I know like, and like you just mentioned, you know, I get up, I journal reflect from yesterday to, I want to have happen today. And that has helped me a lot. So not only do we set goals, right? Like goals are are big. Like what's your, what's your desired outcome? <clears throat> you know, vision boards, if you are watching the video, like I have one behind me and I know Kitty has one, two, like those are goals and those are great, but we need to also reflect on that and see where we were at yesterday to today or last week, or even, you know, go back as far as last year. And and if you, if you don't reflect on that, you don't know how much you actually have improved, even though we want this instant fix, or we want this instant change or or habit. And kind of like what you said, it was instilled with us as we're growing up, as you continue on um, your life, like these things are hard to change if those are things that you want to change. But 
also, you know, I'm not going to see a huge, I'm not going to get a six pack in the gym tomorrow. Like I have to remember that there, there needs to be changes as I, as I go through whatever goal I have. So, so those are, those are the big things is goal setting, reflection, measure backwards, and then give yourself, you know, one or two things this week that you can look at. And by the end of the week, you can see how it, how it came by. So I like that, the breaking it down and having smaller pieces because Mm -hmm. it's important to, to reflect and set an attainable goal for this week in comparison to last week. Like if you didn't exercise at all last week and you say this week, I'm going to exercise five days. Mm. mm, You're not setting yourself up for success. You have to be realistic. If you say I'm going to work out two days and if for some reason you have more flexibility in your schedule or you have a desire and want to throw in an extra day, great, then do it. But next week, if you only get to two days, don't beat yourself up on that because you need to give yourself some grace and give yourself the opportunity to build a habit and to see how that's going to fit in with things, not just quit. Not just, oh, I didn't get two in. So I, you know, exercising just isn't working for me. And yes, we've talked a lot about exercising and um, some degree of nutrition and things like that. But this is, this is something that can be applied to any goal, any big goal. I agree with you because you got to remember that if you had that busy mentality, that busy lifestyle, you know, fitting in exercise five days a week all of a sudden you can do it because you had a busy, you know, lifestyle, like probably not. So you got to, yeah, you have to be realistic. Yeah. yeah. Be realistic with your goals. So you can yeah. set goals and have different levels of goals, but break it down. And, you know, if you had a goal at the beginning of January that you were going to lose, you know, 20 pounds this year, and you haven't started yet, um, saying that you're going to lose half that weight by May without a plan may not be super realistic. So Mm -hmm. you have to look at how much, what, what's the progress that you've already made toward that deadline. And if you haven't made much, it's not that you throw that out the window. You just have to adjust. Maybe, maybe you're adjusting your goal. Maybe you need to actually be intentional with what um, actions you're putting toward that goal and toward that effort. Well, I love it. Don't have the all or nothing mentality. You can work on it. We can yes. work. On it. We're working on it, and you can yes. too. <laughs> yes, we love it. But awesome. Well, I think that's uh for that one. I I love this this topic. Yes, we could definitely dive into this again. So, as you've heard, we are really great at coming up with excuses, and we're certain you are too. So, if you are coming up with any excuses, leave your excuses after the beep. And let us know what you want to hear us talk about next week, because we, we're going to come up with an excuse anyway. So (laughs) you might as well, if there's something that you are really curious, how we might be coaching our clients on or things that we have personally been coached on, because I will tell you that all of the things that we have talked about so far in this, in the five episodes that we've been doing this, um, these are all very practical things that we have actively coached our clients through and have been coached through ourselves. So it's nothing that we just magically pull out of thin air. These are things, these are lessons that we've learned and we just want to share them with other people and show you that you can also see improvements with your excuses if you're open 
to that. Yeah, so, for sure. Thank you, know. Katie. It's always great. It's always a pleasure.